Welcome to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a bi-weekly, episodic, tokusatsu-related podcast where we're talking about fights and tights. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant. And we're uh, we're back. Yeah, we're back. And it's just <laughs> us this time. We're not uh, not doing anything wild, no extra people, just just the, the hermanos back together again for one yes, last sir. big score. <laughs> one one la- What? Okay. Well, Sorry, I got, I got a little Ocean's Eleven there. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> no, but uh, how you been, man? Oh, man, I've been good. Uh, actually, really just catching up at the last minute. Because <laughs> it's, it's like right. I took a month off, really. It really feels like we, we did the Jetman special, which was just easy because it was there. And then I just let this, I let Lupot just kind of build up for the last month. And I was like, uh... Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I, sh- I should still have been watching it every week. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'm going to have to do the same thing in the future like not nah, just let it build. It's probably important to go ahead and, <laughs> and watch it every week. <laughs> yeah. Just going to keep on it. Yeah. But uh no, it's it's good to be back and uh it'll be fun to to watch it again. We've had a little bit of a break, but uh I've ended up missing it. I, you know, watching it again made me uh, realize how much I am enjoying it. Um I think some of the oh, enthusiasm yeah. maybe has dropped off in the Toku Twitter bubble, but uh I missed it. It was good to be back to it again. So yeah, the feeling I got that while I was watching it is, uh, I wish I was watching this with somebody because it was sort of heating up the way we were. <laughs> we've been wanting for it to heat up in the first, right. you know, twelve episodes, twelve thirteen episodes. I was like, oh man, I wish Grant was here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got a lot of wishes granted while we were away from each other. <laughs> really? Yeah. What happened? How did that work? That means this next batch is going to be amazing. Like, I oh bet. yeah. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so do we want to do uh, some news and stuff real quick before we hop into uh, the episode proper? Yeah, yeah. Uh, news and then also we'll do our quick, like, what did we see, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so real fast, uh, this is just a, a sort of a minor thing, and who knows if it's really the end of an era or if it's something to be done for the accountants in the back. But uh, Saban Brands, the owner of Power Rangers, not only, we, we talked about last time that they had sold the Power Rangers property to Hasbro. But now they have uh, basically been closed down. Uh, the company has been has been shuttered, so to speak. The, at least the the IP has. Really? Yeah. Saban Brands no longer exists. Now the management company, I guess, which is like Saban, is it entertainment? Maybe there's like another level of it that still continues to exist. And it's Saban Capital Group. That's what it is. So that will continue, and it has a number of other investments and stuff like that. But Saban Brands, as we know it, does does not exist anymore. So. Huh. I did, I did not catch that. Oh jeez, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of easy to miss, I guess, because we already had the brand being sold, you know? So like mm. to some mm. degree that's already it's happened, it's done. It's just an interesting thing to note in passing and I I mean, on, I'm of two minds about it because it's not the first time Saban has sold the property and it's not they've bought it back in the past. So <laughs> mm. you know, yeah, Disney right. had it for a while and now they don't. So I guess there's no way to to lock down exactly like okay well how permanent is it this time really it's just it is interesting to note 
Yeah, and, and I guess we'll really see what uh, Hasbro ends up doing with it. Didn't they just announce something like they've committed to bringing back the movies or doing something with the movie franchise or a new movie franchise? Did Hasbro commit that? See, I don't know. I don't know if they committed that or not. I just saw the thing about the brands being oh, shuttered. Okay. I so, see. but but they may. I mean, they may in fact be doing other movies. And you know, knowing Hasbro, I mean, say what you will, but they have certainly made a fair chunk of change off of the um <laughs> off of the Transformers movies, and those are certainly something that people continue to buy tickets for. Right. Yeah. You can't. Uh, at the end of the day, I, they they do that um for better or for worse. I think in some instances. Mm. Yeah, so it's interesting that uh, Saban doesn't exist now. And, you know, again, maybe they'll come back in the future. Who knows? But for now, they don't exist. And it's just an interesting it's just an interesting dynamic. It's an interesting time, I guess. Yeah, we're going to see... Um, let's see. It goes uh, Shocker and then Gel Shocker. And then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to get Neo Gel Saban. Or... <laughs> Die, what is it? Neo die, gel sub on in another 15 years, something like that. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Anniversary. <laughs> Golgom sub on or something. Yeah, we'll get that oh, soon, yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I just thought that was an interesting note. Um, and I'm sure we'll see big changes from Hasbro. And who knows? It could go the way like Disney. A few years later, Saban may come back and buy it on the cheap and run off. But, you know, it, it certainly feels like, I guess, from, from my perspective, you know, after 25 years of Power Rangers existing and trying it with the movie last year and it not panning out how they wanted. It does kind of, I mean, my just kind of taking the temperature of the room, it certainly feels like this is, that was the last hurrah and Saban's out of it. You know, it, mm. that's the feel I get. I mean, that that's all, but you know, it's all business. Who knows? So, right. So what, what all have you been watching, man? What you been keeping up with? What's been a couple weeks since we've been on together? Uh, Honestly, I've been sort of just working on things more than watching things, uh, mm. aside from just whatever is on Crunchyroll or whatever <laughs> animated we're trying to keep up with. And I'm, there's still stuff I need to even need to follow. But like, yeah, pri- I mean, priorities uh, build, but even that I've fallen off of a little bit. Not not mm. like quality wise, it's just bad habits. But I would say we've been prioritizing Hero Academia and Hinamatsuri probably more. Mm. But that's yeah, less on the Toku side, unfortunately. Oh, but, yes, yes, yes. Well, um, I've been doing a little bit. I'm, I'm about two weeks behind on Build after I finally caught up. Mm. So I need to watch those soon. I uh, had to catch up on, on Loop Hat, obviously. Um, yeah. And I have I have watched. I haven't started. I'm going to do a reaction thread on it. Uh, I asked Twitter what Toku I should watch next. I got a lot of suggestions, but I am actually watching Amazon's, uh, Amazon Writers, uh, because I wanted to support. Mainly the, the big thing that kept tipping it was I want to support the legal stream. You know, mm-hmm. we, we I need you know we need to if we're going to ask for legal streams and we want more of this stuff, we need to show up when it's there. So that's, I'm yeah, you know, you're right. putting putting my money where my mouth is, and that's that's what I'm going to watch and prioritize. That it's very different. I guess I didn't know going in, but these are like 45 minute episodes as yeah. opposed to 20 you know 22 minutes. And so there's 26 episodes at about 45 minutes or so, which means it's roughly about a, like a 52 ish episode season, which is you know well within normal ranges for the standard kind of Toku fair but just being formatted under that expectation really alters the dynamic of the show like it's 
it's just not a standard toku show it's not what you expect just because of that you know yeah that was the thing that sort of stopped me from i've I've seen maybe three episodes of it but it's really because like i would commit to try watching like the whole thing in one sitting Mm -hmm. but i think you know with with everything being on on demand or or being able to stream it from anywhere it's i think it's okay to take breaks and maybe i ought to do that and that's how Uh, i went through it yeah exactly and i think that's yeah i mean it's one of those things that's so weird because like kind of everything's available all the time and especially you know when you're like us when you're i mean i don't want to call us like mega fans but we are fans of any toku you just say hey we're talking toku and we're like you know we're (laughs) we're already involved Mm -hmm. so you want to watch everything and you feel like oh but if i don't watch x y or z i'm behind or you know you get in those kind of weird mind games weird spaces um Mm. but i think it's okay to have not you know it's, it's okay to kind of take different paths and that sort of thing i guess is what i'm trying to get at right yeah yeah, so um, I have been, I'm enjoying Amazon's. I'm going to kind of save most of my more detailed thoughts for Le Twitter threads or later discussions because only one episode is just not, it's just not enough to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's very different. Um, it feels, I guess, lowercase m mature, if that makes sense. Uh, it's definitely, mm. it's definitely exercising the fact that it's not being aired on television, or at least it to me i don't know i actually don't know if it was distributed on television i think it was just on prime in japan as well it definitely does not feel like a show that was aired on television for children and it definitely is taking advantage of the 45 minutes that it has to tell a story as opposed to the you know 22 minutes that it's normally trying to tell it in so that's i like that about it i like that a lot about it i don't know i mean again as somebody whose favorite is forze it's the other end of the spectrum from forze right now but uh, we'll we'll see how that goes Yeah, this is like uh, I don't I don't know if this comparison makes sense, but this is like PG thirteen in the eighties. Like that's the vibe. Yeah, that's a right? that's a good way to describe it. And there's some real eighties vibes to a lot of stuff that's going on just in general. Mm. Like there's a real heavy eighties feel to some of the clearly what are some of the influences for the show. Like very yeah. much so. Right, but also oh my goodness that 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 rider suit design mm. you should already have seen seen one right. Yes, like I have seen rider, rider design. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's really good. It's a good. Oh. It's a good suit. It's good bug man. Good karate bugman. <laughs> yes. You want to talk? Uh, talk some of the episodes we just saw. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we have seen before we watched seventeen. Uh, last time we talked, we had talked about episode twelve. Right. So we need to talk about thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen going in. So how did you feel? Or do you want to do a recap for? Thir- like, I mean, do we, let's just kind of do it real quick. What was thirteen? 13 was the uh, yellow and pink team-up at the theme park. Friendship episode, uh, yeah. Yeah, probably one of my favorite episodes so far, just because it was mm. just girls kicking butt. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Something that we've been wanting, and I, I know um, uh, Ian, who was on one of our episodes earlier, around like six or seven, added me specifically and was like, hey, now that you've been there, you see, like this is the thing that I was asking for, and here we are. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Mm good to hear from her again on that but yeah, yeah so I, I i agree it was definitely one of the the best episodes it, it was a it was after being away from it for so long it was really refreshing to come back and have a good episode like that that was kind of the girls getting team up and there was a little bit of friction and we got some kind of there was some kind of fun horror elements to it that oh, i wasn't yeah, expecting because yeah, yeah. of the haunted house theme and all that so mm-hmm. i really dug that a lot yeah and then you know we get that little bit of a, a betrayal. How could you? Nah, just yeah. kidding. We were tricking you. Like, oh, I love it. Like, that's my favorite. I like that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> the classic, just kind of very classic kind of Toku melodramatic type stuff. Like, ah, surprise! It was a trick all along. You know, that was mm-hmm. really good. Really, really good. Uh, which we can I'll follow up on 
when we get to the 16s description, I think. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then 14 <laughs> and 15 were, I guess, kind of a, they were a two-parter. So it was, it was neat. It was neat because um, it felt like the last four we got, well, the first three of the last four, we got a lot of um, Pot Ranger focus, which I, mm-hmm. we've been sort of begging for. Right, um, yeah, we have. And so 14 and 15 were a two-parter that focused on a gangler revenge story, which is mm. weird but interesting. And then it was primarily on the Pat Rangers. Yeah. Um, where in by the end of 14, Red gets poisoned because he got tricked and sort of went for the weapon that was hidden underground. Mm-hmm. And then in 15, they're all injured and Red is just dying from poison <laughs> the whole time. So just... <laughs> they're just like, survive! You'll survive! I know you will! But at yeah, the right. same time, it's like, oh my goodness. Guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Oh, man. And then, yeah, oh, and, and a little bit of uh, uh, Pat Renichigo's backstory. Mm, yeah. Why he respects cops and why he mm-hmm. wants kids to respect cops. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was good. That was yeah, a fun character. We, we also got the introduction of the um, the crane and the drill, mm. uh, the new cars mm-hmm. for them or the new vehicle modes for them, which was interesting. I did not expect the construction theme to show up, but we've got it there with the, the police, which makes sense uh, with kind of the emergency vehicle element i guess yeah emergency ground vehicles right yeah yeah but yeah so that was uh that was that was good i really enjoyed i guess the uh intensity of the performance in terms of is it it's keichiro the the mm-hmm. peta red mm-hmm. um i really enjoyed just kind of his intensity when he was poisoned like he's just when he's ready to scream and, and kind of lay it, lay it all out there he does a really good job so oh, i was yeah. really impressed with his actor those episodes mm-hmm. um both uh, an aside, I feel like both Build and Lupat have been successful in in poisoning characters and having them look really sick. Like, mm, yeah, <laughs> agreed, totally agreed with that. Like, yeah. you definitely like, are like, wow, he does not look good. Something is wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's acting right. He's okay. My, yeah. my sweet red, is he okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was that was good. Um, and then fifteen. Oh, and I liked the, uh, in 14, I liked the Crush Brothers. Um, oh, the, yeah. The, the sort of, I, I guess they're like rams or goats. They're sort of woolly uh, mm-hmm. goat ram type guys. I particularly enjoyed that the motivation there was for revenge, for the brother that got killed, because the during one of the prior fights, we sort of get a retcon that these these two, the goats, were, were nearby near that fight, and the... Was, I guess the Lupenkaiser stumbled and crushed one of the brothers to death yeah. underfoot. I just thought that was a really funny monster motivation and a fun way to sort of go back and add some importance to a prior fight that wasn't there. Yeah, so yeah. I, I definitely approve of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's it's sort of a horrible way to go out because they were just training or hanging out in the woods. Like they're not, you know, they've been characterized as evil and their motivations and sort of clandestine approach to poisoning Pat uh pat Renichigo is 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 clearly not good but also just to be crushed like yeah to be crushed like that it's like <laughs> oh geez man i feel a little bad <laughs> like, it's definitely a rough way to go doesn't do anything no doubt. yet <laughs> yeah jeez yeah but uh I, I liked it i thought it was really good yeah i uh i really enjoyed that 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 set of episodes in 15 it felt like we had a lot more reflections with pat green and uh with sakia and uh sukasa mm. pat green and pat pink before they left kind of leaving the building and all that like them kind of suiting up and reflecting kind of on service and and just kind of what their kind of their their role is as police officers and stuff i really like that i thought it was all really good stuff mm-hmm. no complaints there at all i feel like we're finally getting 
We don't we don't still have we don't quite have the monster motivation yet that I've been asking for, but we definitely have gotten more of the Pat Rangers and like you said that's something we've been begging for for a while. So, yeah. And then um and then we got 16 which is a sort of a blue focus episode with while while also removing blue from the picture. Mm-hmm. Um and this was just honestly this was a blast to watch cuz I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess we're going back to the Lupin Rangers." Presenting a body swap episode in the way that they did. At first, I was like, oh man, they're doing a body swap. But uh, when <laughs> when they went into it with the ac- the accidental mirror reflection body swap, uh, Blue gets his body stolen from the gangler. And then uh, they have to sort of hide and protect the monster Blue while uh, Blue's body, stolen human body, is running around hitting right. on women. And, and it's just, <laughs> that was, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like that was, that was really fun. That was yeah, a really fun one. Gotta agree with that. And I think the the thing about those kind of episodes that I really like is that I don't necessarily I mean, thematically it is what it is, like, you know, body swapping, it's a kind of a I guess you could call it corny or whatever, but I don't really mm. enjoy it so much for the thematic elements. I mean, I don't really think it's that effective, but I think the thing that I enjoy so much about it for live action is the fact that you get a chance to let your your actor or actress really flex their creative kind of talents in that way um hmm. and it I, I feel like it always i mean um, the, the only way that the body swapping or mind swapping the only way that to me for me at least the only way that does that fails is when the, the person acts exactly the same and that's very rarely the case they either get to play someone who is like a diametrically different style of character right they get to play somebody who's like you know either they're usually straight laced and they really act out or they're uh someone who's you know more boisterous and they have like kind of like withdraw back in so you get to see their range or they try to deliver a more subtle performance where they're trying to like be more sneaky and be someone else hiding kind of in plain sight so to speak right and i think both of those are really even when they're bad they're kind of fun to watch um the only problem would be if they just weren't any different and that that very seldom happens so i really really like that actually yeah yeah um and i'm glad we got to see that here and i think toma's actor just was having a ball he was just loving every second of that uh Mm -hmm. so that was great yeah especially when he when he was that he realizes that he's in a a, an attractive dude's body and that girls are like into him and he's like Mm -hmm. i've never been popular before and he just (laughs) he doesn't even want to go back at that point he's just enjoying just being ridiculous and right partying (laughs) and hanging out this gave us and i i want to say when i usually see a red versus blue fight it's always like no how could this be and the, they delivered that in a way that you're like, oh, man, like he has to do it because otherwise, you know, he his body's going to be used or wasted or, or even like his right. uh, reputation will be ruined by this monster. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that fight was sick. Like that was really cool fight. Yeah, like, it was just close. It was dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, they were. Oh, dang it. I don't know how you describe it. Like you just. A lot I, of... I guess we'd call it gun foo, kind of gun kata yeah. type stuff. Maybe kind of kind of John Woo, kind of equilibrium a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, getting in there and just that that back and forth. A lot of good air, like um, kind of acrobatics too, with them flipping over each other and things like that. Just really, really satisfying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then of course that moment at the end, because of course while uh, the monster was out gallivanting, the Pat Rangers saw him. And they were like, man, he like told everybody he was sick so he could go do this. That's not, <laughs> what, a, what a shameless guy. Like, And then they try to lecture him at the end about it. And he was like, no, yeah. oh, that wasn't me, but I can't tell you that. Like, <laughs> I was just laughing, man. It was so good. So he can't say nothing. 
there was a really great series of episodes. Oh, and I, we didn't really mention him, um, but I guess I kind of wanted to rewind a little bit. Hmm. The poison villain, the poison monster. I really liked him. I thought he was fun with the spines and yeah. everything. But he had a good yeah. shtick. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just a dangerous dude. Also, like, everybody, you know, we have all these kind of crazy weapons and powers. And this dude was just walking around with a gun. Like, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, like, <laughs> he just this... has a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. This is, that one's probably really dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what at most, I think it even had, like, a little, like, plastic scope on it to make it look like a, a, a weapon. Like a, right. a, a monster weapon. But really, it was a gun. Like, he had a gun. Yeah, like, let's not kill not... ourselves. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just has a straight-up rifle. Yeah, that's, yeah, so, I mean, I hope this sets a, I hope this set a precedent and we're going to get some good stuff this time, this week, mm-hmm. on, uh, for number 17. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm I'm really excited, really looking forward to it, and I hope that we get to see um, maybe not necessarily something we haven't seen before, but we've just it feels like we've been on a really good roll here lately. So I'm ready to see more of that. I want to see yeah. them keep keep knocking it out of the park and really delivering because it, it it feels good. So we're in a good place right now, I think. All right, ready to watch that episode? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought you were going to say something else for some reason. No, sorry, sorry. Um, then I will pull up the episode and we can get to watching. This program is a delicious Tokyo Tikuri group, PRT and the Comic Find, and the sponsor of Tokyo. And we are back. It was, oh man, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad we're back. This was fun. Yeah, like, yeah, it there's was. There's nothing like watching it with somebody else. Yeah, totally. It uh, it made a huge difference just uh, being able to watch it along with somebody as opposed to watching it by myself. Yeah, totally, totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, a quick recap on what we saw just now. I guess a little bit of an introduction, like what what if one of the Rangers was. Uh, kind of had like a romance thing that they had to wrestle with mm-hmm. a gal was interested in keichiro but like he's too one one either he was too much of a blockhead but it turned out he was uh, more he can't be a cop and also pursue a relationship seriously and i feel like he wanted to respect her that way mm-hmm. lupon yellow tr- did her best to try and support her friend at least in getting them to talk about their feelings but ultimately that's i think that's what uh keichiro stuck with mm-hmm. yeah but then there was a bit of a dream world shenanigans where Kichiro sort of picking up finally that <laughs> the juror trio or the, the the three that work at the cafe are actually the Lupin Rangers. Right. And then, oh, and then right at the end, we got a little bit like a hint of uh, the ice freezing cool guy. Yeah. Game where... Fr- freezes back. Cow- <laughs> Cowboy Absolute Zero, right? Cowboy Absolute Zero is is the technical name. Yes. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was good. Uh, it was it was good and interesting, definitely. And that was the that final shot was definitely like a because absolute zero messed mess with uh, uh, our grenade boy uh, Destra himself. So hmm. it was interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, some some sort of uh, something ominous for the next episode, I guess. Mm. Yep, definitely. But overall, I mean, good vibes from the episode. I, I really like how. Uh, outside of the uniforms we're getting a lot more interaction with the lupon rangers and pat rangers like it seems like they're cool like they're familiar with each other they're picking up on their quirks not like not nonsense but just sort of eccentricities mm. yeah, yeah yeah 
Lupin Red didn't really do anything, but in the background, he's like, this relationship's not going to work out. Like, yeah. it felt very sitcom, like, in right. a way that I was enjoying. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was good. And I think, um, I have to agree with you. I think that the really nice thing for this episode was the, the outside the suit interactions, because even though, what was it? The episode with the body switching with Tuma sort of reignited the inside the suit rivalries a bit we saw them fight more and we saw more misunderstandings like with Mm -hmm. like oh you're helping a gangler like that kind of thing there was this time around or we're seeing inside the suit or outside the suits rather when they're just in their normal people clothing and such we're seeing them become more buddy buddy like you're saying and that's a it's an interesting dynamic they're sort of upping the tension in the suits and decreasing it outside the suits that's an interesting dynamic and something that was sort of strange about the episode is that uh, this time our gangler, it looked like it might have been a kipash of the cat greed from O's as well. And then I don't know if this was on purpose or not. It might have been. But uh, one of the cat greed's first victims in O's, uh, Kamen Rider O's, was uh, this dude wearing, what do you call that? Like, it's is it a jumper? Is it overalls? Yeah, I guess overalls is the best way to, to put that. Yeah, we'll go with overalls. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a, a just a just a chubby dude in overalls that just was just enjoying himself, mm-hmm. and down to him just saying "tasty, tasty" or like "my my," uh, right? Eating bowls and bowls of what I assume is ramen or something. So I, I just visually that was like I was like okay I guess, and then he sort of had a fettuccine arm <laughs> <laughs> extension <laughs> arm attack that he was using on top of his dream, putting people to sleep, capture them in a dream world ability. Right. Which I gotta say was kind of just like, okay, I guess. I don't know. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know, a d- dream attack thing is... It was. I think the one interesting visual thing they did with it was the when he first threw out all those rings, the pink rings, and the like. There was a shot where it was heading towards. I think it was Lupin Yellow, like towards her face, so like we could see her face, like her her mask rather, through like the flipping ring. I thought that was a really cool shot. But otherwise, mm. you know, you, you they're getting knocked out of the fight basically immediately, and we don't see them for a while. So that's kind of, you know, yeah. is what it is. It's not uh. that interesting. But the transition shot was really good, right? Yeah. Like when they're yeah. all kind of all get kind of hit, and then you see the sort of a fade of the dream world over the regular world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that, that was that one. That must go ooh. <laughs> yeah, and definitely set up the best moment, which was of course um, <laughs> him firing the gun and shattering the sky. That was a that was a pretty choice, pretty wonderful little moment. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. What is it like? Um, that's right. This is a dream. Take that dream, like dodge. <laughs> it was really. Like, good. I was like, "Oh, okay. Are they gonna then get everybody together and then wake them up that way? Nah, just pull your dream gun out and shoot at the dream. That would have done it. Like, that's how. I mean, that's a good. That's just a good life lesson. Shoot at your uh-huh. dreams, kids. Shoot at your dreams. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's true. Very positive. Yep, roll roll upbeat, roll roll a good message there for everybody at home. But <laughs> I oh I I didn't I didn't like Sakuya's uh, uh, photo book of Umika because she's like, dude, I didn't make this, and you're just like, oh, you sign it, like, all right, all right, dude, all right, you got you got a crush on Umika, that's cool, I guess. Like, yeah, I, I thought it was I thought the funny thing was was Sakuya being because he is so oblivious in so many things, and yet he was like telling Keitra like man you need to get it together and realize what's really going on yeah 
like I just thought that's that was true. interesting that he very much did not. <laughs> he had yeah. no clue what was going on. <laughs> that that and he what did he say? He said like uh second chances like this don't come around. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I feel like you're speaking for yourself here. Like Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're projecting a bit, aren't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think uh Kichiro being conscious of it like one he was aware of what it is he was just trying to be obtuse so that he could you know i guess spare her feelings mm. i thought that was neat like we, we just everybody just assumed like oh no he's just a blockhead or always just too dense for it but the fact right. that i guess he was trying to be a little bit considerate here mm-hmm. obviously communicating and actually saying it would have been better but saying that or at least my reading was that he didn't want to not like what disrespect her or like put her in danger all of those like superhero things but like yeah i can't i can't be in love i'm a cop like just... <laughs> yeah yeah that was definitely the the read like you know there's no way like uh, like yeah that was mm-hmm. that was the that was the feel like you know i have to keep her protected and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. your classic just kind of classic cop stuff <laughs> yeah which we, which we then got to see realized in his like old man uh bike cop version of himself in the dream right right <laughs> <laughs> protecting um, the peace yep no it was good it was uh you know and it was him sort of playing it up like he didn't really know what was going on and then we find out when well, no, he actually does know what's going on he's just terrified so mm. it was good i, I thought it was I, th- I thought it was an, a, a pleasant deviation i guess i would say you know like it was definitely um because you it, it, like, playing off of say like saki is just obliviousness like what's going on you know as opposed mm. like it's just a it's a different feel so mm-hmm. any other highlights before we um no not off the top of my head i think i think we're ready to hit those twitter questions so let me pull those up real fast real fast like got a couple of them oh we did so yeah we got a couple uh so our first one comes to us from regular buddy behalite bebop uh they ask uh not sentai related but favorite suits in build so far mm. oh man oh that's a toughie um, suits you're allowed to say multiple uh, uh pick two <laughs> okay <laughs> pick, two. pick two all of them and the rest of them those are my two picks no um (laughs) (laughs) it's really hard to choose it's a it's a close run thing right now for me Mm. you know i don't i can't decide if i like um common rider rogue or because the the purple and Mm, the mm. jagged lines and the the white veins like it's a really good look and i love all his attacks and everything and the death spin rider kick and that that scream that scream when he comes out like oh yeah. man get out yeah. of here that's too good um mm-hmm. that and uh um banjo's uh lava form Ma- cross magma z crossing magma yeah yeah yeah. just all the lava effects like i mean i know we're dealing with television cg animation and so sometimes it, but it's something about it like it works i don't know if it's they're investing more in it or more time or better artists or just maybe the the color palette just works better because of that maybe they're just adding extra lighting to it but it really pops when it's on screen for me at least mm, for me mm-hmm. so and then they make it look hot like they've set the suit on fire a few times i'm sure like actually <laughs> yes. set it on fire <laughs> oh man but well, this is hard like this yeah all, I, I generally enjoy have been enjoying what i've seen um but i do i also do like sort of a clean i like i'm gonna my my, my two picks here are gonna be um hazard like the mm. first time we see build hazard yeah because it's yeah. just like the all black with just the red and blue over the eyes is like mm-hmm. it's so cool like it's just 
Like they just yeah. dip the thing in black. Like what? <laughs> what did you do? And yeah. and uh, and just it's it's spooky at the same time because of the way he um, shoot, what do you call it? Like when just when he loses it while he's using it, it's just oh yeah, it's, it's nice. But the the other one I would pick here is is uh, Greece. Like I think the translucent face is it translucent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of yeah. It's not it's not op- it's not opaque. It's trans. Yeah, yeah. So just yeah, being able to see sort of that that outer shell and the eyes behind that, like th- one that mask must be like really annoying to look through. Is my guess just <laughs> like it feels like it warp your vision a little, at least a little bit. But two, like I I really like how it looks. Like it's just mm-hmm. ugh. I went out of my way to get a little figure of it just because because I'm looking at it right now. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful figure. It's beautiful, magnificent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely a there. A, a lot of the suits in build are good. There's no argument there. It's just a, it really, it almost feels like, I mean, I know I'm not caught up, and I, I actually like a lot of the look for X Aid. I mean, like, I don't don't get me wrong, but like, mm-hmm. looking at all these designs, I'm like, were they holding out? Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of good designs in one show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, whew, good. Um, okay, so uh, this one comes just from uh, David Skazny, and he asks, uh, you might actually talk about this during discussion, so feel free to skip this, but a few episodes ago, I believe one of you mentioned that while you liked the Pat Rangers, you felt like their motivation for, of protecting the public felt less compelling than the Lupons, trying to revive their loved ones, that you wish the Pats had more skin in the game. At the time, I agreed, but this most recent batch has really won me over by doubling down on what protecting the public means to them, and by highlighting how the Pats' extreme penchant towards selflessness both confounds and impresses the more selfish Lupons. Were you guys similarly won over, or do you still wish the Pat Rangers had more personal stakes in the fight? Um, basically, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. we touched but, on that a little bit, but yeah, long, long and short of it, very much yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it. I love it. And we've been begging for it. We're like, please, more Pat Ranger. I like them. I want to know more about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and we, we got exactly that. Um, we got to see, and then we got to see, even this last one, we got to see a little bit more of, like, Keitro's, like, hard stance on, like, I'm serious about this. Like, I want to, I, I have to protect people, and I can't do that while also being distracted. Like, like yeah, two, exactly. Mana's, uh, dis, not disdain. Like, she got it, I think. Like, she wished him luck. Right. Like, on her way out, right? Mm-hmm, Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I love it. I hope we're, I'm. I'm looking forward to more. I don't know where we're we're going from here, based on this, uh, regarding this. But yeah, I think, and I think specifically, and I, I know this is maybe a. I don't know if this is a weird one to comment on or not. The fact that, like, say, Keitro, for example, he is clearly like he clearly wants to be the hero, but it doesn't bother him when he's not. Hmm. Because Sakuya gets kind of all the cred right like the, the little like in that one episode the little kid he he started out liking the loop on rangers then he uh ended up at the end switching to the pat ranger and Keitro thought it was gonna be for him but then turns out like oh no he's actually um he's actually a, a big fan of not Keitro but of sakia and like he runs and gives him the big hug and all that and it's like it could be a moment where Keitro could be like no and get kind of bitter about it but like it actually ends up just kind of working out really well and um I just kind of, I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that he is just that selfless. And even when he thinks he's finally about to get what he feels like he deserves, he still isn't really bothered when he doesn't get it. And that, that's a, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect yeah, that. Yeah, that was, a, that was a really good moment. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I actually did totally miss over, miss bringing that up. But yeah, but, but you do get that like little bit of comedy when it happens too, because you think he's going to be like, oh, shucks. But he's like, you know what? I'm okay with this. Yeah. Fine. 
And I think the other thing, too, and we saw it a little bit with the friendship episode, Umika and Tsukasa, like their their drive being they were going for the stuffed animals or whatever. We see we see Tsukasa and Sakuya and Keichiro constantly like they are their jobs. And I think the show has had enough time to sort of establish like I don't feel like we're asking anymore who are they outside of their policing profession because they are all sort of workaholics to one degree or another. And that they have very like you know Tsukasa's like love of these stuffed animals is like the one thing she does outside of it but like their personalities are being policed like that is what they do that is what Mm. they want to do and that is all they're you know not all they're totally concerned with but that's the majority of what they're after they're like they want to be cops and they are doing that so I I appreciate that I appreciate that right yeah so that was it those were the two questions that we had did you have uh, anything else to add on that one uh no I don't think so I feel like we got what we wanted. We wanted more of it, and um, I still want more. But yeah. <laughs> it's just funny that that happened while we were off. Like I was like, okay, of course, like, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. So we'll get more of that, I'm sure, in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Is there anything else that we wanted to do? Do we want to announce what we're doing next time, or at least give uh, an idea of next time? Oh yeah. Uh, so ideally, it looks like. Uh, two weeks from now we'll be putting out about two weeks from now right yeah two weeks from now we'll be putting out the next uh, special episode it'll be a focus episode on with a special guest so uh hope you guys look forward to it. it'll it be sort of a focus discussion on something we've been thinking about for a little while mm. and check out the patreon <laughs> <laughs> it's cool i just i feel we i haven't meant we haven't mentioned it on here yet so I just yeah we haven't <laughs> um yeah no we are doing uh patreon you know please support us if you can if not we understand but uh it would be really great if you could so um yeah we definitely would appreciate that yeah if, if people you know throw in the we have like the the audio track from this episode is available uh arc sort of commentary track is available to, to our patrons and uh blooper clips that may have happened already um <laughs> and, uh, we've just sort of been collecting and not sure what to do with so if you want that stuff, it's there. It's a dollar. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> not bad. Yeah. So, but we're excited about that. We'd appreciate it if you support us. If not, you know, uh, we understand. But if, if you could, if you could, that'd be great. We're trying to work on, you know, we're giving out the shirts and things like that. We're trying to work on uh, getting more things out to the fans for supporting us because we do have a, for as young of a show as, as we are, we have a very uh, wonderful following already. And that's just, that's great. So, yeah. And we appreciate it. So yeah, uh, that was all that I had. All right, so let's sign out. Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. Super Super Senpai Senpai Podcast. Podcast!